Yo, what's wrong with the beer we got? It's for Juggalos and Juggalettes. Listening to the best best friends podcast in the world. Who do you think you are? I am. Yo, what's up, friends? to another episode back in the uh back in the, the studio as it were the friend zone yeah as i say it's the friend zone yeah yeah we uh we spent one one night out at uh it just smells like friendship in there it really does and coffee um coffee. yeah <laughs> um all right everybody uh welcome back to the greatest podcast to exist in the history of podcasts uh it's the internationally acclaimed cindy crawford approved podcast of hops High fives and friendship. I am your host, the crispiest of boys, Tom. And I'm your other host, the Hot Master General, the Royers Ford Rattlesnake. We got to get a can ready to throw at me. I know. We, we've been talking about it for weeks. I think I got rid of I had like a little, uh, little like can insert from uh, Yeti. Oh, okay. That would be fine because it's empty and I could just toss it to you and you could pretend. That would be great. We'll just slap a different label on there. Yeah. We'll slap a bush light label on there or something. I like it. Um, yeah, they're Dan. And, uh, and you know, we're the, uh, the podcast that everybody likes. I don't know. We're, uh... Hit the music, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> and we are the best best friends podcast in the world. Dan, I'll hit the music. It immediately started smelling like a Cypress Hill concert in here. Was that expensive piece? <laughs> hey, Tom, you forgot smoking lamp. <laughs> uh, this is our first uh, guest recommended intro song. Yeah, this is a first. All right, enough of that nonsense. Come on, get out of here. <laughs> Sublime with Rome. How dare we? How dare we do that to you? I'm sorry. We sub- subjected you. Fine well, listeners to that nonsense. Fine listeners. And then again, I mean, we just have to say again that we do blame our guest. Yeah. He did choose the song. <laughs> and speaking of guests, uh, we are joined tonight by the head of operations from Seven Signs Brewing Company is Jordan. I've already forgot the last name. Uh, I told you. I told C- you. Cyrilnik. 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 Yes. Ah. God damn it, Tom. I knew it. I'm, I'm not putting last so names in our notes anymore. All right. Well, <laughs> I mean, people need to know. People need to know these things. Anyway, Jordan, thank you for coming on with us. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Awesome. Uh, before we get into beers, we have to uh, do a little housekeeping. Yeah. Um, guys, um, subscribe, rate, review. We're not going to stop talking about it until you start doing it. Exactly. Just It's as simple as that. You guys do it. Fill up our uh, our our ratings and reviews, and then we maybe we won't have to talk about it as much. 
Yeah. Uh, what type of ratings do we want? Oh, five star party. Five star party. All day party. long. Five star party. And we don't care what you put for reviews. No, just, just, just scathing, terrible, good, bad. We don't care. Five stars. Just give tell us five us, stars. Tell us how much Sublime sucks and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll agree with you. <laughs> ah, it's a 50-50 in this, uh, in this studio. Whoa, whoa, you like Sublime? Oh, yeah. Oh, Sublime's awful. I told you. I said, oh, they're, they're so tacky. Bad. Nah. Um, what you heard on the radio is. All right. Um, and then uh, if you like the podcast, tell your friends about it. They might like it, too. If you're friends with them, I mean, if you share interests, Dan and I have similar interests, except for Sublime, apparently. Yeah. A little bit of a wake up call over there. Yeah. There's a uh, as you, you guys are hearing a rift form in the podcast. <laughs> are you guys no longer best friends? No. Nope. Weird. It's a it's a SoCal sized <laughs> riff in, in our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um all right stupid flip-flop music um <laughs> all right <laughs> enough about my hatred of that uh then uh why don't you talk about our fine partners of course uh, as always uh we are partners with breweries and pa the leading resource for all things pennsylvania craft beer connecting beer drinkers to the pa breweries they love go to breweriesandpa.com and follow on facebook twitter and instagram at breweries and pa and connecting podcasts with podcast guests. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and we are also part of the Hopped Up Network, the Hopped Up Hopped Up Network. That's what got me that time. It's the first time Say in a while. Hopped Up Network. Hopped Up Network. Hopped Up Network is a, an ever-growing group of independent beer podcasts. Check out all the other podcasts on the network at www.hoppedupnetwork.com. Follow them on social media at Hopped Up Network. Uh, that, uh, that's a great point, Matt. That should be the name flip-flop music with Jordan. Oh, I like that. <laughs> he um, did suggest yeah. flip-flop music for this yes. uh, episode. It's all around. This, all right. This was not us. So, um, we are going to be, of course, drinking some Seven Sirens beer. Um, Seven Sirens located, you guys technically located in Bethlehem? Where is that? Bethlehem yeah. proper. There we go. Bethlehem proper. All right. Um, yeah. Right up in Bethlehem. If you're local to that i guess if not take a drive yeah it's not bethlehem israel this is bethlehem pennsylvania for all of our international do listeners confused. do not get them confused we are not in israel no uh it, yeah it's not as contentious up in uh in uh bethlehem pennsylvania nope just apartment rentals nope. that's the only thing that's contentious <laughs> yep and then you just got to fight with uh seven sirens and mccall and mostly bond place i would assume would be the the most uh, willing to fight. <laughs> that would be my assumption. Well, um, why are you trying to start beef? I don't know. We're cause we've been trying to get Sam on this podcast for, we're at episode 70. I don't know. Since the day, the first episode we did with Ethan. Yeah. I don't even know what episode number that was. Uh, we were probably only like 10, 15 in. So yeah. So long time, long time. We've been trying so to get he, Sam. He just calls out bomb place all the time. Just randomly. Yeah. In hopes that they actually listen to this. They don't. They don't. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Sam doesn't have any time to listen. And the time that he does have, he drinks rosé. Um, all right. So we're going to be drinking some. Uh, we're going to be drinking some stovepipes. Yeah, we're going to talk about these cans later here. But um, we will uh, actually get into our first beer here. Yeah. But before we do that, we want to let you know about a little thing called Untapped. Hmm. I'm sure you guys What's that all, place like? Um, it is a cesspool mm. of, mm-hmm. uh, well, you know, as mm-hmm. with all social media, 
you get the good and you get the really bad. It's mostly bad. It's mostly bad. Mostly bad. But if you want to follow along to the beers that we drink on the podcast, you can follow us on Untapped at Best Best Friends Pod. That's Best Best Friends P O D. That is right. That is right. P O D. Yep. P O D. Um, it's uh, one of six. One of six. I thought I'd start off with the heavy hitter this time. That was good. My finger was drawn to satellite. <sighs> I went one click to the right, hit you with that little South Town. Everybody's Thank you. favorite. A little hype music. Just bring it up a little bit. All right. So uh, we're going to be drinking Roadrunner. Um, Dan, what, uh, what what is Roadrunner? All right. So Roadrunner is an American pale lager, um, an invigorating lager brewed with simple and savory. Hopped with Motuka and Cascade hops to lightly blend the lemon lime characteristics of hops to a tasteful malt. Nice. So we got a 6% alcohol by volume, and we are going to be pouring them out of some nice 19.2 ounce stovepipe cans. I love it. Hell yeah. Uh, I love it, and I can't wait to find out what a stovepipe is. Um, so let's, uh, you want to crack into these? Dave? We'll get into these beers. I'm Actually, I'm curious. What are you drinking over there since you are on location oh, yeah. in Nashville, Tennessee? Yeah, I am. I am live from uh, the land of orange wheats. Everyone makes these out here. I'm drinking uh, Liftgate, huh. Liftgate Brewings, orange wheat, tailgate brewing, uh, tailgate cool. brewing, orange wheat. Um, I went in there earlier and everything they had was amazing. And uh, this is great pool beer and hop. It's like 90 degrees down here. So I'm just just plowing some of these orange wheats, orange wheats. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, that's if if wheat beers are like the beer of choice down there, it's like my nightmare. Oh yeah, that's right. Dan <laughs> Dan is very adverse to uh, wheat beer. I try every beer. I I enjoy every beer except for wheat beers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. All right, let's get in the crack. All right, let's get in here. One, two, three. I didn't know what to expect at nineteen point two ounces. Was it going to be like a cr- like a crowler? Was it going to launch out the side here? I was just like holding it in the opposite direction in case something came out of it. <laughs> I mean, it, it I, yeah, I, it doesn't feel any different. I think it's, I think it's the, because of the girth. Um, well, the, it's actually more length with these. Right. No. Cans. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm holding it and there's a, you think a crowler has a little bit more projection because of its girth. Yeah, oh, for sure. Okay. Um, but this is, this has a normal, like a, the girth of a six, the normal 16 ounce ounce can. It's got a little more length to it. Yeah, it's got a little bit more length. I mean, I could still get, I could still fit my hand around it. So, like, you know, normal, normal girth. Yeah, you know, girth. You know length isn't the name of the game. Really, you isn't know, it? uh, it's all about the girth. <laughs> you want to get a, a good hand size girth there. We were, mm-hmm. yeah, we were totally gonna do this shtick. It was only, <laughs> it was only a matter of time. Yeah, I mean, what do you, what did you expect from us? <laughs> um, so while we pour out these bad boys, um, so why do you guys do the? Uh, the stovepipe. The stovepipes. All right. So, um, I mean, almost everything we do, um, like when we were given an option, we try going like the less, less, lesser chosen option. Um, and then we try figuring out like, well, all right, well, why doesn't anyone do this? And then if we can't find any decent reasons why people don't, then we just do it. <laughs> um, you know, like our, uh, you know, our seaming machine, like eight, 12, 16 and 19.2 ounce cans. And I'm like, oh, we can get 19.2 ounce cans. I was stationed out in San Diego and 19.2 ounce cans are like pretty big on the West Coast. Oh, you okay. know, 
Like you can get beer, you know, grocery stores and seven elevens and all that, like, which is kind of new to Pennsylvania. Yeah. So like people yeah. will go into a, you know, a seven 11 and grab one 19.2 ounce can, you know what I mean? And just go walk down the street and have a beer. So, I, um, I it kind of that. fits that model. And, uh, and then very ironically during a pandemic, no one buys them in Pennsylvania. So they're everywhere. And while everyone else is fighting over 16s and 32s, I've got pallets of them. <laughs> I, I like how the 19.2 ounce can is the acceptable can for public intoxication. You can just walk around yeah, with it. Oh, yeah. you, know, you just grab it, maybe throw it in like a paper bag and just crack it open and, you know, go to town. Yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. this is, is a, it's the perfect blend between a, uh, a regular 16 ounce can and the, uh, the tall beer at Applebee's. <laughs> uh, that's great. But I, I have been seeing more 19.2s now, you say, because I saw Voodoo uh, Ranger had one at uh, you know, oh. our local grocery store, too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Baseball I always see them in the singles. I never, stuff like that. Yeah. They're, they're really good for, like, sports events and stuff like that. Oh, uh, yeah. Get get the most bang for your $20 beer. Yep. All, All right. right. Let's get a little cheers here, Slancha. Cheers, Jordan. There, cheers, guys. So you didn't like add lime to this, right? It was really with the hop nope. selection to get that? Correct. Now we do serve it with a lime if you want one just to kind of like bring it out more, but damn, I just happen to have t- I just happen to have limes here tonight and I wasn't prepared. I should have done my research. I was going to say, um in my opinion, it it gives you that it kind of gives you that yeah, you a little know, bit of lime. A little bit of lime that you need. Mm-hmm. That, you know, we've had some other like Mexican lagers on in the past with like they added the lime in there, like with the hop combination getting that that's it's ingenious, you know, without having to add that. This is the second straight episode we've had with a beer that has no fruit in it that where the hops really bring out the fruit. Yes. Agreed. Um, yeah, it's, it's really nice. And I mean, it's just really attesting to you know what you can really do with hops you know um it's a you know pale lager like you said hopped with uh i always i can never pronounce pronounce this hop uh is that matuka matuka yeah yeah and uh Mm -hmm. cascade um cascade yeah it really does (laughs) give it that like mexican lager feel to it yeah no i agree 100 percent. it's very light going down it's crisp um and I know we have another kind of light crisp style to get into after mm-hmm. this. Um, I, but I forget which one you said. Was it Roadrunner you said was a pretty big seller for you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Roadrunner flies. We just rebrewed a whole nother batch. Um, you know, some stuff like we ended up re- rebrewing before it's even kicked because like, you, you know, you can track how quickly they're going. It's like, all right, well, people like this. So order it up, get it brewing again. Um, you know, we've got 23 taps. So we do want to have some familiar faces on tap. You know what I mean? Like, definitely, especially beers like this where it's just a beer. You know what I mean? Like you <laughs> beer don't have flavored to beer. do anything. Yeah. Like if you just want to come in and have a good beer, like you can have one of these, like you don't need any crazy fruited or sour or crazy, you know, it's just good beer. So yeah, I, like it. I like it too. Um, and it just, it, goes to our prediction at the beginning of the year that 2021 is becoming the year of the lager. Year of the lager. It's, uh, I'm still, I'm still waiting for that to all come crashing down and it just crush my hopes of a, of a lager filled. We summer. kept saying that all winter, yeah. you know, we were saying it's going to be the year of the lager and you're like, no, no. And the lagers aren't going to make it. And you, you just keep seeing this. 
and you love to see it. You love to see it. <clears throat> so, um, as the BG, BJ, BG, B, BJCP, the BGs uh, style guideline, uh, says that an American lager, uh, is a very pale, highly carbonated, light bodied, well attenuated lager with a very natural flavor profile and low bitterness served very cold. It can be a very refreshing and thirst quenching drink. Dan, what, what would you say this beer does? I would say it ticks all the boxes. Ticks all the boxes. If we we're going with the Great British Bake Off, one thing I do want to say about the low bitterness, though, I think the hop yeah. like, with the addition of Cascade, you get a little mm. bit more like hop bitterness. Which, as an IPA guy, I'm not complaining. Yeah, it has, it right has, on the front, it has a nice little bite to it. Um, yeah, it's nice, but it's enjoyable. It's not overpowering. Um, it leaves the it leaves like a nice clean finish on the palate though after the sip. Mm -hmm. So you know you're not having that lingering hop bitterness to it. It's like a nice little gateway beer into craft. You know what I mean? Like, all right, this is like a, you know, Corona 2.0. Like you're going to taste <laughs> things and feel things. <laughs> um, okay. So tell us about the, uh, the beer scene up in, uh, up in Bethlehem. Uh, it's booming. Uh, I mean, just, uh, over the past five, 10 years, you know, we probably doubled, quadrupled, you know, the number of craft breweries that are here. Um, I think that's a testament to what's just going on culturally in the Lehigh Valley and also uh, also what's going on in the industry and with culture in general. People are kind of going back to more uh, quality over quantity and, uh, you know, like supporting local. I mean, that's that's a big thing everywhere now. So um, it's very it's a tight knit community. Um, everyone's great. Everyone helps each other. Um, you know, we're just kind of helping each other, just build more and more customers, um, for the industry. Um, you know, I can't speak highly enough of like all, all the other, you know, industry folk around us who've, you know, been there for us. Um, yeah, it's booming. It's, it's going great. <clears throat> it's always good to hear. I mean, I, I, I just keep hearing more and more about, um, like breweries popping up in that area. Yeah, I always hear names and it, it always seems like when I see a new one or somebody's getting a, a new location or something, they're you know, they're going moving towards like Bethlehem, which is awesome to see. Yeah, you know, in uh the Lehigh Valley you have Allentown, Easton and Bethlehem and like such a kind of close proximity, all within like 15, 20 minutes of each other. Yeah. So each one has its kind of like own identity and its own vibe and its own thing. Um, so yeah, I mean, different ones opening up in different areas. It's, it's really cool getting that diversity and being able to just like try them all. Yeah. Um, it's, it's been on, I, I feel like it's been on Dan and I's list for a long time to get, um, more acclimated with the, uh, the Lehigh Valley breweries. Um, it's just, we, I mean, we just haven't, we don't have the time. We're dads. Yeah. <laughs> Dad life is just, yeah. It's a lot of home life. It's like it, the the Lehigh Valley area is only an hour north of us. Um, you know, driving at dad speed, I guess. Yeah. Know, without the kids in the car. It's yeah. probably about 45 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's dad life, man, makes it uh, tough to uh, it makes it tough to get up there. You know, dad life is um, constantly making plans to go to a new area for breweries and yeah. then just canceling it like last minute oh, every yeah. time yeah it, it mean, every an hour, time an hour 45 minutes like nothing people drive that every weekend to go pick up new beer and it's just like like hey do you want to go and it's like man i gotta pressure wash my fence yeah. uh <laughs> got a <yeah>. code brown <laughs> yeah. um 
Yeah, so it's a uh, you know makes it difficult, but we'll we'll get up there. We'll, we'll get up there. Yeah. I mean, you made the you made the trek on what Thursday? Uh, no, Friday. I went over the weekend. I think I went. Was it Saturday? No, you went Friday. Or Friday? You, no, yeah, I went Friday. Friday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I just happened to have a little extra time, and you know, kid was going down for a nap, so I knew I knew I had like you know about two hour window. <laughs> I'm like, ticket. Yeah, I was like, I got a two hour window here. Let's really push that Subaru out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the old lesbian limousine. Hey, man, my Outback rules. <laughs> um, I did get offered an elementary school teaching position driving it, but, you know. Did it come with like a, a, a Land's End puffy vest? Yep. And your golden retriever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how did uh, how did Seven Sirens get to start? Um, so, uh, I founded the company when I got out of the military. So if you kind of rewind back, you know, I was home brewing while I was in the Navy station out in San Diego and San Diego's craft beer scene is absolutely insane. There's 150 craft breweries in San Diego County alone. Um, so just seeing how there can be so many and they can all have their own identity and they can all make awesome stuff and they're not competing against each other. You know what I mean? So there's that kind of like underlying knowledge of the industry and what it could be. Um, and then, you know, you come home over leave every, you know, once a year or whatever, and you see kind of what's going on in Lehigh Valley. And if you haven't tracked Lehigh Valley over the last 10 years, I mean, it has completely exploded. Um, you know, there's sporting arenas everywhere, but you know, there's steel stacks and the casino and just, all this stuff that's kind of gone up, like literally, you know, in front of your eyes. Um, so all these ideas kind of just started forming together. And then, you know, I moved back from the military and um, got a job, finished my degree, bought a house, all the adult shit they tell you to do. And that was a little <laughs> miserable. <laughs> oh, you were sold that bag of goods too? Yeah. You know, it's just, it's what they push. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, you know, at that point I didn't have any, you know, no kids, no wife, no debt, no nothing like that. So I said, if it's not now, it's never. <laughs> and, uh, I just had to figure out what it was. And, um, I was actually looking more for like a beer garden and beer hall than I was like a brewery, just like in my extracurricular activities. And, uh, there were none zero. So like the, you know, the iron pigs, the baseball stadium there, would pop up on Google and like uh, a German bistro in the mall would pop up. And I'm like, well, those are all great, but those aren't anywhere near what, you know, that it, it's missing. Um, so I started looking at, you know, what it takes to open a brewery and all this kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, fast forward three years, you know, there's a, there's a brewery now. <laughs> so what is, what does seven sirens mean? So, um, you know, when I was in the military, I got into Greek mythology and a lot of stuff while I was stationed overseas. Um, I was on a ship with no Internet, so I did a lot of reading. And, uh, you know, you go to these places and you try, like, actually uh, seeing some of the local stuff and understanding what's going on instead of just going straight to the bar. Um, <laughs> so I got all sorts of, you know, history lessons and stuff like that. And then you fast forward to when we're uh, naming the company, we wanted to do some sort of mythological creature because I think that they all have really cool stories and have a lot of history to them. And, um, we said, why not something nautical since I, you know, lived on a ship for five years and, you know, all that. And, uh, we kept going across sirens, which are, you know, mermaids that would lure sailors into the water and murder them with their, their beauty and their enchanting song and all that stuff. 
So metal. Yeah. Like the, yeah, <laughs> like Death Clock, Mermaider. Yeah. Mermaider. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we had uh, seven flagship beers back at that time that we felt were like kind of luring us into the water, you know, to do something crazy, like put our homes as collateral for our business. <laughs> uh, and that's why our slogan is the beer that sings to you. Yeah, that's a that's an awesome uh, saying. I was checking it out, and the uh, the artwork is great. Yeah. Um, you guys, you know, with your stovepipe cans, you have your like standard artwork where you write the beer on the back, which is awesome. And yeah, I mean, the artwork is definitely something that would like lure people in for that beer. So yeah, nice touch with the uh, little bit of that foil in the can in the label where you can Got get nice like those like scales. It. So all the foil is the can. Those are clear labels. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Huh? Yo, yo, in, yo, Instagram people, go get some uh, Seven Sirens beer. It looks good on the gram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you hit that enhance feature and that foil really pops. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so uh, the lager, you said, is a really, uh, really big seller. Uh, what mm-hmm. else, what else do you, would you say is like your, your top sellers up there? Yeah. What are the styles that people are going for in Bethlehem? Um, IPAs, sours and drinking beer. Um, the, the dark stuff's a little slow. The Belgian stuff's a little slow. Um, the pastry stouts go, I mean, like people love them and we get really good reviews and, you know, stuff like that, but the volume doesn't go anywhere near as much as the IPAs and the sours and uh, Hell's Lagers. And I know you hate wheat beers, but, you know, different wheat beers and other light drinking <sighs> one beers. Of, one of us hates uh, wheat beer and loves Sublime. Uh, one of <laughs> us loves wheat beers and hates Sublime. We're like yin and yang. Yeah, now. we really are. It's, we're, we're creating a rift here that can only be solved with a little garden grove. Yeah, some some might say that uh, we're uh, Math Allen Lemon. Oh uh, yeah, I would say yeah, we're we're a total math on lemon. Yeah. That's uh that's next year's Christmas card. Yes. From the Best Best Friends podcast. <laughs> Don't worry. This year I had to go with Mandalorian, but you know. Oh no, I did the uh sticky bandits from Home Alone. Yes, there you go. Um yeah, uh so we look we do like to talk about uh how regional beer is. Um and you kind of brought that up early with being down in Nashville and they're doing orange wheats. Um you know, we, we've kind of discovered doing this podcast that beer is just different everywhere. You know, you get like the Northeast likes their cream ales, um, get around like Germantown likes their Belgian triples. Yeah. For some reason, that's so crazy. I mean, out, <laughs> out here, we're uh, we're about as basic as leggings and uggs uh, yeah you know we our our area is we're in like the star yeah we're in the starbucks of craft beer right yeah. here in southeastern pennsylvania it's like every basic girl in like a vest mm-hmm. just ordering hazy ipas um good, good. right here <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so up there you're doing the uh i mean ipas and sours are selling it's i feel like that's everywhere in america yeah and you're, you guys are pretty close to uh, like colleges and stuff up there too. So you've got a younger crowd probably coming out to your location. So I could see that. Yeah. So our, our business model was also a little different. Um, you know, when we were doing the research for all this, you know, we found that, you know, some 70% of all beer sales in the United States are the big brands. 
So craft beer still makes up such a small demographic of all beer sales, even though everyone thinks like the market's flooded and there's so many craft breweries everywhere and this is that. It's like we're all just a drop in the bucket. So, you know, we're trying to engage the other 70 percent of beer drinkers while also having a craft quality product. So I think that might attribute some to why we you know saw a lot of the light stuff and a lot of the fruity stuff. But I mean, yeah, you gotta it's, keep the light. It craft is really popular on the coasts, but I mean the the middle of America is vast and empty. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that's why you get like you'll see like, uh, like a Drecker in what North Dakota, that's like they're huge, and it's because uh, they're huge because it's like. North Dakota has like four breweries <laughs> and it's like, you know, you get, you get those, uh, you know, odd ones here and there. Um, but yeah, it, it, I mean, it's super popular in these areas and like the major metropolitan areas on both coasts, but everyone else is drinking the, the InBev stuff, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, it's like he said, like a drop. It, it's so true that yeah. it's just a drop in the bucket when you see like the grand like scheme of just how much, volume comes out of those larger areas um but just at the level that we're looking at in these mm -hmm. different areas like you know cream ale just pouring out of like upper bucks county and northeast philadelphia and um i can only assume like you said the ipas and the sours and then you said drinking beers probably a lot of probably like the like the blue collar or probably like the working class kind of coming in for looking for those you know beers that kind of remind them of you know the big ones Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that like craft beer drinking is becoming more of an activity than like a destination. You know what I mean? So like people are starting to want to drink just the light beers and, you know, hang out outside and sit in a beer garden or play ping pong or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, like, yeah, there's there's absolutely room for the triples and quads and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, from what I've seen, people, it's more of a, an experience. If I'm outside playing ping pong, I don't want to drink a a triple IPA with lactose and nope. marshmallow and lemon curd. When are you outside playing ping pong? If I go up to Seven Sirens, apparently. The outdoor ping pong? Frankfurt Hall has some ping pong outside in Philadelphia. There's plenty of wow. places. Yeah. I've never heard of outdoor ping pong. I always feel like wind would be a like a concern with outdoor ping pong. It's a it's a test of skill, Dan. You're not hitting the ball hard enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't like to toot my own horn. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good at uh, ping pong, but I don't know if I can deal with the wind. Like, I guess you're not that good at ping pong. I guess though. not. Uh, we'll have to. We'll have to. We'll <laughs> see about that. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I like the in going back to that, like when you think of like a craft beer drinker, you think of you know the millennial, the you know Gen Z or the Zoomer or whatever. Um, th that's what comes to mind, but you go on, you know, say the, uh, the breweries and PA Facebook group, oh, um, the breweries and PA Facebook group, and you see a lot of, uh, a lot of the, the, the boomer era and the, the gen X that are, you know, the mid forties. They are my <laughs> favorite people in that group. Let me tell you, there's some people in there that just buy tons of beer mm -hmm. and I've just, I'm looking at them like. You know, when I get to that age, I just want to drink like that guy right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that I mean, you 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 don't think of like, oh, that like the like the boomers and like that era uh, as being like the craft beer drinkers. But you go out to breweries and you see these people coming in and getting beer um, and 
the beer, the drinking beers are a great intro to craft beer because craft beer kind of got pigeonholed as like IPAs. It's just hoppy yeah. and or or it's a, a thick stout. It, it got kind of pigeonholed as that. Uh, and it's like, no, you know, there's Pilsners and lagers and it's what, what you like to drink, but just in a higher quality. Um, mm-hmm. So you do see that a lot with like, all right, you know, you want to, you want to say, oh, I don't drink craft beer. It's like, well, yeah, you do try this Pilsner. You're going to love it. Um, yeah, no, we, we've converted a ton of customers over the pandemic, especially like in the beginning when all the state stores and beer distributors were closed. Mm-hmm. It's like, excuse me. You have to drive past four breweries and three distilleries to get to those places. Like, go get a – you want a bottle of vodka, rum, gin, whatever whatever you want. You know, whatever kind of beer you want. There, are, It's made locally, you know. So I think a lot of people came in, like, they didn't even understand the concept. So it helped. Yeah. I mean, we, we've we experienced it uh, with – seeing people you you see people that come in and you're like uh i know what they're going to ask for and they completely ask for a different style like we were uh you know know, people know we've talked about it but we we recently did a collaboration beer with naked brewing company and uh when we were done brewing that we were sitting out the bar and an older couple couple came in oh yeah yeah this was this was strange i've never heard this before and she was like a mid they were like mid to late fifties, early sixties. Yeah, yeah. Early sixties, mid fifties. Um, and the brewery was closed, but Hannah was, you know, Hannah was like, yeah, I'll get, I'll get you whatever cans you want. What do you, what do you want? And she was like, Oh, you know, I, I like a nice hazy beer. And I went, Rrr. yeah, we we're like, well, <laughs> that's not really, uh, I just, I, I was so taken, taken aback. aback. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I almost did like the tool time, like Tim Allen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, that, I could I could just like picture that she walked into a, a craft brewery at some point and was like, nah, I, I just I, I don't want something, you know, hoppy. I just want, uh, you know, a nice beer. And then she got introduced to like Pilsner's or here's a dry hop lager. And eventually it goes to, oh, I gateway beer. Yeah. Here's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, here's oh, I like this beer that's hopped with Galaxy and Comet. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Like, it, it, yeah, and we, we sell pitchers too. We're, I, I think we're like one of the few breweries that I even know of in Pennsylvania that sells pitchers of beer. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I just did. I, I wanted to be that, uh, that. Mentally, you just did the tool time. No, I did. I, did. <laughs> I was, I was trying to do the, uh, the gif of, uh, James Franco in the, uh, Oh, in the interview. Yeah. The interview. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. So we, we do get like large groups of people who, you know, they'll get, a pitcher of a Hell's Lager, we'll get an IPA and, you know, something else. And it's just, it's cool because you will see them, like, kind of developing into, you know, like, all right, well, what's in this one? Oh, this is that flavor that I like in multiple beers. It's that hop. Like, or or I don't like this flavor in these beers. It's that, you know what I mean? So people are starting to, like, understand it. Yeah. That's got to be so great for the bartender when, like, you're at, like, you know, pouring out craft beers. Like, do I want to just do like individual 10 ounce pours of this hazy IPA for this group of five? Or do I just want to pour a whole pitcher of hazy <laughs> IPA and go, here's some cups guys. Enjoy. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, no, easy. And you know, our occupancy is 328 days before the pandemic. And there were multiple times where we had 320 people in there and you just want to serve pitchers. 
<laughs> that's all you want to do, you know? So, so you, you guys you know, really are going for like a beer hall vibe, huh? What was that? You guys are really going for like a beer hall vibe. Yeah, no, like I said, we're, we're going for the experience. We're trying to get groups of people together. You know, that was our business model because getting groups of people together will never go out of style, apparently, um, unless it's a pandemic and then your entire <laughs> business model goes out the window. Um, but yeah, no, everywhere else on the planet that I've been like beer halls, beer gardens and like community gathering spots over like good beverages and local food and music and stuff like that. Like it, it really brings the community together. And I thought that that kind of was like missing in the area. And yeah, no, like it's kind of like exposing people to something that they didn't know that they were missing out on. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. I, I, I feel like early in our podcast, we had Dan, I know it. it's not a, it's not a PA beer, but, uh, uh Matt, Matt, um, you know, earmuffs, earmuffs, earmuffs Matt. Yeah. So we, we talked to a, a, a newer brewery in, uh, in, uh, Maple Shade, New Jersey called Dr. Brew Littles. And, uh, when we talked to, to Jack, the owner, uh, he was, we asked him why he wasn't canning anything. Um, <laughs> but, uh, he was like, Oh, well, because business is made, customers are made through the front of the house, not going out the back door. Um, and, and I, that always kind of stuck with me. It's like, that's where you make your, your client base is at the bar. Mm -hmm. Um, so it, that's such like a great mentality to have just, agreed. I want to serve them, give them like the, the great experience. Cause I, a majority of people, I feel like go to breweries and groups to sit down, have some beer, play some Jenga. I don't know, whatever, <laughs> whatever your brewery is doing at that time. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a connect four guy. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, that's our, fair. Our, our first, our first month we sold zero beer to go. Yeah. No, we, we had no desire to, no need to, but you know, obviously we had to. So, yeah. So when, when did the brewery open? We opened Valentine's day, 2020. So okay. So you were, you were just, you were tiptoeing into the, uh, the pandemic. How romantic. Yeah. Yeah, it was so romantic. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it it is we've talked about it a bunch on the on the show here. Uh that it, it's very impressive. We talked to a lot of breweries that have that open either at the right Start. before the pandemic or, you know, it, it, at the point of the pandemic where it was like, oh, you know, you'll just be working from home for 2 weeks. Yeah. Um and thrived. I mean, Warwick started right before the pandemic. Attic okay. started right before the or right during the pandemic. Dr. Yeah. Brew Little started right before the pandemic. It's like a lot of them are. It, it's just very impressive to me that you can start before or during the pandemic and you're thriving. I think we're a good example of why they thrived as we just continue to consume alcoholic beverages just on the regular. Oh, I can order beer on my phone now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and wait, there's no like sellouts or anything. I could just order it and it'll, I guaranteed it'll be there. <laughs> Troon entered the chat. Yeah. Troon <laughs> has entered the chat. <laughs> uh, the sellout Kings of New Jersey. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a whole different beast. Like uh, being 30 somethings in the, at the beginning of the pandemic is just like ordering I can order beer on my phone and just drive up to the, the loading dock and someone will throw it into my trunk. I was steady door dashing burritos constantly. When I found out I can do the same and just go pick up beer. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you get that Instagram alert like, Oh, 
you know, Stickman Brew has released new, you know, new posts. And you're like, oh. And you wonder why your scale broke and your knees hurt. (laughs) 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 I feel attacked now. (laughs) I'm I'm right there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I only have two pairs of jeans that still fit. (laughs) That's two more than I do. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm surprised that my track jacket still fits. Uh, Well, you never take it off. It's actually part of your skin. Yes, it's grafted to my skin. It actually grows with you. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Yeah, it's like it's a living thing now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I've called it my symbiote. Uh, <laughs> I, I just, I, I'm, what was it? South Philly Venom? Yeah, we called you the South Philly Venom. Yes. Like, yo, yo, Spider-Man, stop it. I'm going to get you. <laughs> Let me put down my hoagie and I'm going to come get you. <laughs> stop it, Toby McGuire. You want some water ice? Yeah. Um. All right. I'm finished this beer. Dan, are you finished your beer? Oh, well, you know, I was really just gently getting to final thoughts. So. Okay. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed it. I'm a, I'm a big, uh, I'm a, I'm a crispy boy. So he's the lager guy of the uh, conversation. I enjoy my lagers, but Tom lives and dies by the lager. He's like a lager samurai. <laughs> so like when I, when I bring a hazy IPA here, he like, takes, he takes out the tiny sword and he feels like I disrespect his family and bring great dishonor to him. I'm going to get canceled. Yeah. You don't um, want to do that. Yeah. Don't do the voice. Come on. Man. <laughs> Please don't do the voice. <laughs> I'm not going to. Um, no, I, I, I mean, at the start of the podcast, I was like, uh, I, I looked forward to winter for for my russian imperials and uh you know my my stouts sans the pastry but uh you know i i i always looked forward to the maltier beverages and during the podcast it's just pilsners and lagers spoke to me man it it was when it was when the south philly venom took over your body like as the zipper was going up you just became crispier yeah i was like oh yeah this lager is pretty good huh (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like this. This is crispy and nice. Uh, <laughs> I like to drink this while the olive oil's tri- dripping out of my pores. Crispier than the bullpen of those Phillies, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really leaned into the uh the lager and pilsner stuff. So um this was really good. It was it was exactly like you said, it was very reminiscent of the uh of the uh Mexican lager. Um I think that would be great with a nice little squeeze of lime in there. It would really um, bring out the, that Mexican lager style, but as a, as Miss, an American, Mr. Anti adjunct over here, just being like, <laughs> let me just throw a lime in this bed. Yeah. Boy. Let me do it myself. I don't need it in the bright tank. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me adjunct it myself. I do my own adjuncts. Yeah. I, I sit at home and I get my double IPAs and I put my, uh, put my lucky charms marshmallows i put my own mallow (laughs) like hot chocolate during the winter i start (laughs) pouring the heavy cream in there i'm like not enough toast um (laughs) yeah i uh i i I enjoyed this i I like that the uh that the hop combination really brought out that like you said the lemon lime flavor in it um and it just it goes back to like i said with the 76 and sunny um the breweries and pa collaboration with levante um i it the hop combination, bringing out the, those fruit flavors, it's just, it's very impressive to me um, to be able to see that kind of stuff coming through. Um, it was very enjoyable. Um, I would give it the the grade of uh, lawnmower beer. Lawnmower beer. Yeah, lawnmower Agreed. beer. 100%. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it 
particularly because of a little bit more hop forward than most uh, like of the pale lagers because of the hop choices you guys wanted to, you know, create the essence of the lime without actually having to use lime. And those hop combination brought forth a little bit more bitterness because you wanted to make it bitter, like a, you know, kind of having that lime kind of taste to it. So as an IPA, yeah, as an IPA guy, it just, it was nice. And then it was just refreshing. Like the lagers, like I said, like you said, lawnmower beers. Yeah. I have, I would have no problem sipping this with the hot, hot May sun beating down on me. Yeah. 92 degrees in May. The hell. Yeah. What the hell was that all about? Um, and, and I mowed the lawn in it and mid fun fact, mid mo realized I didn't put sunscreen on. Oh, your fair Oof. Irish skin. Mistakes. Oh, oh man. Yeah. How bad was that for you? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. You're Got right. a little color. Got a little color. Oh man. I, w- I mean, my, I was out there. I was slathering on the sunscreen. No, yeah. Not me. Not me, man. And you're like translucent over there. Yeah. I, I need to match my, uh, my stripes. Did you mow with the, uh, with the tracksuit on? It's part of me, Dan. So it was out there. Yeah, obviously. Oh, you have like you have like the tan lines on the neck part right there. Yeah, right here. Oh my god. Right there. <laughs> I got a nice little V to where uh my second chin doesn't allow it to zip all the way. <laughs> <laughs> People just ask him if he surfs because it looks like he has a wetsuit tan. I just do this a lot. <laughs> Chaka bra. Throw it up. Um, all right. So um the logger, great. I'm looking for this as the first offering from seven sirens. I mean, actually we'll talk about it once we crack the other one. We've had seven sirens on the podcast before. Have we? We have. We'll get to it. Okay. All right. (laughs) All right. I think I know where we're going with this. I remember uh, I almost brought one too. I was going to say, I was going to split it with you, but we'll talk about it. Okay. Let's talk about it. Um, but before we do that, let's get into the second beer. Let's get into the second beer. But before we get into the second beer, <laughs> <laughs> you can follow our catalog of beers at Untapped at Best Best Friends Pod. That's Best Best Friends P O D. And I think I can fly. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so our next beer we're going to be getting into here. Um, is going to be, well, aptly named. I love it. I love it so much. Dad jokes. (laughs) American IPA. It's actually a West Coast, well, in the subsidiaries of American IPAs. I feel like we have this every week. It's like we we get, we pull the style from untapped and then the brewer or the owner is like, that's not the style. (laughs) Well, no. I mean, if you go under like BJCP and they list like examples of the American IPA, they're all your classic like oh, so West, West Coast. Coast. Oh. They're all your classic West Coast. Like anything like Firestone is like all considered an American IPA, even though they're all West Coast IPAs. Okay. All right. Whenever I think, whenever I see American, I just immediately, my brain just goes American Pale Ale. That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, this, uh, like with these like examples that they put in there, you know, West Coast, the West Coast style here is kind of like that. Um, it's like that little earmark in American IPA. Gotcha. I like it. Okay. With that. So West Coast style IPA hopped with, you know, (laughs) Columbus and Centennial bringing a lingering piney resin bite to a semi-sweet backbone of malt. Then whirlpooled with cascade to add citrus like qualities to the aroma. We're having a a podcast with a cascade of hops, cascade of hops. 
Look at this a cascade of these nice long cans right yeah. here. Long and thin. Just All the right. way I like it. <laughs> All right. I'm down. Crack it. <laughs> One, two, three. Oh, good cracks. All right. And while we're pouring this out, since we have you on location in Nashville, are you drinking any new beers or are you still on the same uh um, I mean, I got, uh, I'm just getting all sorts of foo-foo stuff out here. I'm just like trying different stuff, especially like when I'm out of town. Like I just like trying the weird stuff in that town. Um, I've got a strawberry lemonade shandy that I'm about to crack open. Oh, Jordan you is know? just getting white girl wasted out there. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, dude, like it, you, you gotta go other places and see what's popular there. And then you come back and do like a, a lesser version of it. And people are just like mind blown. <laughs> I want to. Oh I, man, it's I, that I, strawberry lemonade shandy guy. He's back, and then all of a sudden he surprises you by getting an imperial stout. You're hey, like, what? Early in the podcast, <laughs> yo, Fourth of July, Fourth of July last year. What do we do? What strawberry lemonade natter days, bro? Oh, I was yeah. gonna say natter days. <laughs> we did the natter days. Yeah, it was desperate times. We <laughs> we didn't have a guest, so we're like, let's yo, do nat- natter days and your brother. <laughs> natter days is refreshing. That's a great. I was gonna say, tell beer. me it's not yummy though. Tell me it isn't. Dan will tell you it's not <laughs> yummy. Yeah, I mean it was. Dan was like, it does not tick all the boxes for me. It did not. There are yeah. no hops in here. <laughs> I was growing a neck beard as I was judging it. <laughs> all right, boys. Sancha. Cheers, guys. Nice. This is a nice West Coast color. That's like a nice amber caramel, caramely color. That's what I think of with a West Coast beer. Hmm. I'm trying to think of what that reminds me of. It kind of has like a um, like a bubblegum aroma to it. Like, a, like I'm getting a little bit of bubblegum like uh, on the nose. Um, the bitterness is fantastic. Um, I'm t- I, as soon as I took a sip, it like hit me to that like you know you get that like like sensory uh, sensory piece that like it, it takes you back to a, a, a certain you know, song or memory. This is like almost like a Sierra Nevada, maybe. I, I can't put my, I can't put my finger on it, but it, it reminds me of a beer that I had back in our, uh, in our youth. It does. Um, so what was the uh, thought going into uh, dad jokes? I mean, we, um, Similar with a lot of our other stuff, you know, we we've been getting a lot of requests for West Coast. Um, we wanted to do something easy drinking, something that does, isn't going to wreck your palate, something that you're going to sip and want to sip again. Um, and just finding that balance of the hoppiness and the maltiness and also not going crazy with the ABV. And you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of like the general idea of it, making it, you know, another easy drinking beer with just way more hot profile for those who are kind of seeking that that stuff getting those uh getting that hot burn that people are mm-hmm. just getting or just you know i think the west coast is another example of a beer that is going to get hot in 2021 um seeing a lot of people do west coast ipas that never did west coast ipas before so i think the style is i guess people who are getting burned out on you know the usual hazy IPA, they're throwing that option in. Um, where I currently am bartending, you know, the West Coast IPA is flying off the shelf. Um, mm. As a new beer that they introduced this year, 
and it is continuing to be the most popular every time somebody tries it. Dan, you're not you're <coughs> bartending. You're beer tending. I'm beer tending. Sorry. You're a beer tender. I'm a beer tender. <coughs> that fell flat. It did. <laughs> it did. <laughs> I was trying to think of like a better uh, a better role that I could say as no. That's what tender. they're they're called. They call themselves beer tenders, right? Am I right? I mean, I do serve ciders and seltzers too. So they have ciders. That they have a guest cider, a guest tap. Okay, cool. Guest tap, dog. No. Um, as far as West Coast go, I, I'm not getting like a. I feel like I'm getting like the piney resin on the back end, sweet up front. Mm. Sweet up front. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Getting up. Um, I'm getting the old uh, piney resiny IPA feels at the end that are so reminiscent of where I started as a craft beer drinker mm-hmm. in terms of the uh, the IPAs and the IBU wars. You know, you want to get that piney resinous kind of taste in there. You know, the hoppier, mm-hmm. the hoppier, the better. <laughs> it was kind of thing that uh, occurred like many years ago. And having American IPAs, West Coast style IPAs, just it just harks back to that yeah i'll tell you what this has a great mouthfeel to it it's it's got like an inherent creaminess um i would agree it's a little bit softer than most mm-hmm. like west coast styles that i've had yeah when that i think very like crisp and kind of pointy and yeah yeah a little more a little more carbonation to it but um i welcome the the softer style it's i mean it's it, i feel like it makes it easier to drink yeah, we haven't like taken the leap into like crazy full dump as much hops as we can into it yet. Um, some of the stuff that we've kind of like brushed on, you know, our clientele isn't isn't super receptive of it. I mean, people will get it in a flight and, you know, go go with the five ounce pour. Um, but, you know, w- where we keep hitting the nail on the head is just the beers that, uh, you know, keep them wanting to sip it again, you know, like that softness, you know what I mean? Like you get all the flavor, you get all, you know, all the complexity of it. And then you're like, it's very cloud, like on my tongue, you know what I mean? Like very mm-hmm. easy to consume. So yeah, it's, it's that balancing act of, you know, appeasing kind of both parties, but what we're going to do is even wilder shit in the future. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, no, I, I mean, I'm not like a, I'm not a huge, uh, I'm not a huge IPA guy. Um, but if you throw me a West coast, I'm all about it. And, and I think that does harken back to, um, starting craft beer drinking with Dan. He was always like, yeah, you gotta try this, uh, you know, this IPA, this IPA. And it's a, it was always a West coast, you know, it was that, it, it was that, uh, Sierra Nevada, new Belgium, anything out there, you know, <clears throat> Firestone. Yeah. Founders. Yep. Yeah. Um, just that like nice bitterness to it. Um, I came forward. dressed like I came out of the IBU wars. I just had like, you know, like instead of like the, the like bullet belt, it was just like all like cans of founders. He came like, out all with day it. IPA. He belt. came out with his, uh, he came out with his, uh, his Hawaiian flower board shorts. And he was like, yo bro, you gotta try this West coast IPA. You want to hear me play that sublime song? And I was, I was like, damn, Dan, it's January. And he's like, no, no, bad, no bad vibes here, bro. <laughs> no bad days. <laughs> um, no. And th- that's what it really kind of harkens back to is like, I, I like that bitter IPA. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm more inclined to order an IPA that has, like you said, the higher, uh, IB, uh, IBUs and, um, 
the 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 bitterness, the piney kind of flavors to it more than like that fruity, citrusy, juicy yeah. East Coast style. And it definitely comes from you just being exhausted by it because I couldn't make you drink, quote, cat piss to save your life back in the day. <laughs> no, I liked a, uh, I liked my Dale's 1050. Yeah, he kept trying to give me uh, like strawberry wheat beers over there in Jordan, and I was just not having it. <laughs> Dan hates two things. He hates mayo and he hates wheat beers. Yeah, I just uh, can't, can't stand either of those. Don't put those in front of me. It's Americana. It's wheat. It's our main export. Um, all right. Uh, I had a question. Oh, dad jokes. Yes. Name of the beer. Dad jokes. Uh, Dan, what's your favorite dad joke? Ooh, I think, I think anytime I make like anytime, like that you go out somewhere and you just say like, hi, I'm dad or something or, Oh, you go to, you go to a restaurant and they're like, uh, I'll be your waiter. Uh, my name's Steven. Hi, I'm Steven. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'll be, hi, I'm your customer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hi, I'm Dan. I'll be your customer. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jordan? What's your favorite dad joke? I mean, the, the easy one for our for our beer or bartenders, whatever you want to call them. You know, when someone orders a dad joke, they'll go, hey, can I get a dad joke? Yeah, you can. Oh. Like, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> May I have uh, one? The beer though? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, can I go to the bathroom? I don't know. Can, can you? you? <laughs> I'll give you mine. Are you guys ready? Go for it. Go. What's a dentist's favorite time? I know it. I know you do. What? Tooth hurdy. All right. I was like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> you got to love it, though. That's a perfect dad joke. It's a good one. It's a good one. What do you call what do you call a sick bird? Ill eagle. Illegal. Oh, that's illegal. A weird, that's a weird one. <laughs> no, 230 is way better. Because you gotta think on it. Yeah. Or just no. Uh you got that from a popsicle, like you know, like the red, mm-hmm. white, and blue pops, the rocket pops. <laughs> it was a it was a it was a piece of bazooka joe gum. There you go. <laughs> um, all right. So while we're we were talking earlier about our collaboration with uh with Naked Brewing. Yeah. Um our Fleetwood Cats. Fleetwood um, Cat. You guys recently did a uh a collaboration with our overlords uh at breweries in PA. Um you were part of a oh oh I guess a statewide yeah, collaboration. Uh, tw- uh correct me if I'm wrong, it was twenty breweries coming together, uh veteran yeah. owned and operated for mm-hmm. a Memorial Day collaboration, right? Absolutely. Yeah, we did it uh, once before and it went really, really well. Um, We didn't do it last year because we didn't know what we were allowed to do. Um, But the last time we did, it raised $20,000 for the uh, Pennsylvania Veterans Foundation, uh, which, you know, helps transitioning military members get job training or, you know, help them find resources for whatever it is they need because there's, you know, a million things when you get out of the military. Um, So it's just something that we all kind of came together and we knew how bad it sucked getting out of the military. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, we all had our own unique stories from the military, which is kind of the cool thing about the military, but, um, you know, that also the same camaraderie. So, uh, we did it again. And this time, you know, we brewed another IPA, you know, something like this. It's, if it's a fundraiser, you got to brew something that's going to sell a lot. Um, so we went for another IPA and, uh, you know, it's just, it's just really cool and encouraging just seeing like, even like, 
the the micro communities inside the beer community like like i didn't even know that there was 20 plus veteran-owned breweries around you know what i mean so it's just cool getting to know these people and know their story story and you know having them as resources as well so it's just another awesome thing about the industry just again doing the collabs and finding you know the, the groups of people that you click with and you know work well with and and always for a good cause I will say on the social media, it looked like you guys had a blast brewing this beer. <laughs> like, Always. Yeah. Like no, watching everything always- you guys tagged in the breweries in PA, like you guys are just hanging out, like partying, eating pizza. I was like, man, they're having a blast over <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I say it all the time. Like anyone who's gotten into the beer industry is doing it because like they want their quality of life to go up. You know what I mean? Like it's not you're not doing it because you want a, a worse, bigger pain in the ass job than you currently have. Like you want to be around other fun people who like doing fun shit. You know what I mean? So like if you're yeah. at work, you can make it fun. <laughs> like it's okay. <laughs> so <clears throat> tell us about the uh the the brew the uh the uh what's it called uh, what's the uh, adapt and overcome, right? Yeah, adapt yeah. and yeah. overcome. Can you can you tell us uh, a little bit about the uh the beer itself? Yeah, I mean it's uh a 5.8% American IPA. Um, I, I don't have the, the hops off the top of my head, um, but we brewed, we brewed it down at second story in Philadelphia. I think he brewed like 20 barrels of it or something crazy. Um, it, you know, again, it's just super easy drinking. You know what I mean? Like it just, you have all the flavor profile there, um, but 5.8%. So you don't have that like kind of alcohol burn to it. It's just like super crushable, super flavorful, kind of like it's kind of malty, kind of West Coasty. But, uh, you know, I keep coming back to just how easy drinking it is. It's just full flavor and just goes down. So this episode will be out uh, right after Memorial Day. Yep. Um, So, you know, we're we're ahead of schedule for once. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, We're we're (laughs) recording this May 24th and it'll come out what June third i think second or third um but uh yeah it, it, go out and and get the get these beers yeah if you're from, if you're joining us for the stream this is you know this is for you guys get out there and get the beer even the, um, the people that are listening after memorial day i mean it's still going to be available it's yeah. not just going only going to be and this is for one this day. is only on draft correct um yeah i mean we're doing crowlers of it and crowlers stuff. yeah breweries are selling it to go so you can get probably a growler crowler of it yeah whoever's got um but it is on draft yeah yeah not yeah not going like the four pack route this is you know come yeah to, we didn't, come to we the, didn't do a running run on it no and it's a good time to do that too mm-hmm. because as, as everything's yeah. are being opened you're getting out there come out Yep. get the brewery experience and support a good cause. So people on yeah. the stream, get out there. People after the stream, kill get those out kegs, there. get Kick out there em. as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Try and get out there. Uh, go on, go to breweriesandpa.com and see what, uh, what breweries near you are doing the adapt and overcome. Um, you know how those guys like maps. Yeah. They got one. Okay. Matt, I hope, I, I hope that, <laughs> Matt- uh, that fulfilled our, our weekly obligation to plug the website. Um, <laughs> yeah i don't know when we're gonna get a check but we're we're waiting um <laughs> no yeah support the good call. but you know he's got his map room he's like hold on i have it i have a new map for the new uh release this is where you guys can get it matt's always he's got maps like uh like charlie in uh it's always sunny with a carol 
<laughs> all these Pepe Sylvia. He's just got line. He's got strings. And, Jordan's and the pins. Pepe Sylvia of yeah. the collaboration. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, get out there and, uh, and, and support the cause. Um, like you said, uh, Chad's the map guy. Yeah. Of course, Chad's the yes, map guy. Chad, Chad has maps and, and Bic razors and that's his entire yeah. life. Um, Chad has maps and not wanting to ever be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but like, like, like you said, Jordan, it's, it's for charity. It's going towards, uh, you know, the veterans of Pennsylvania. Um, so, you know, it's not like lining anybody's pockets. So get out there and, Drink beer and feel good about it, man. Yeah. I don't know yeah, we, we did have someone say that it was just like, you know, a gimmick and we're using on this and that's like, well, no, hold on. Good. Like the proceeds are going straight to them. Like here's here's the check from last time. And yeah. Yeah, right. It, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. You always get those people though. It's just like whatever. And and like and, and and here's the crazy part. Even if we were just using it to get people out to our breweries, they're veteran-owned breweries. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like you're going out and supporting veterans. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, they're they're the people that also subscribe to like a Q drop or something. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, you, some kind of conspiracy theory behind that. Like, oh yeah, yeah, you guys are using that to fund your your bullshit propaganda. Like, right. people. All right. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. All right, everybody. so don't, don't buy some then. All right, I don't yeah. tell you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I I like the the whole idea behind it, putting it out Memorial Day, um, and just uh, yeah, that it, I was on on the same level as you. I didn't know there was that many veteran-owned breweries out there. We've had them on the podcast too. Yeah, ten seven, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, you, you, but twenty of them. I, I it's just you. I mean, it's not really like something that a lot of people advertise like, oh, this is a, a veteran owned come drink here because it's yeah. veteran owned. You know, it's I work for I work for a veteran owned company and we don't advertise that. It's just you, you don't really hear about that as much. Yeah. And, and when we do it, you'll we'll even get like a lot of other breweries are like, wait a second, we're veteran owned. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, OK, they're just coming out of the woodwork. Cool. Mm -hmm. Let's keep growing. Let's keep doing more. So, Dan, we've had seven sirens on the podcast before. We have. Enlighten me. All right. So we had a uh, a Black is Beautiful collaboration that you did oh. with, uh, I believe, Blueprint was yes. involved with it yeah, as Blueprint. well. Great company. Um, Blueprint is awesome. Um, like we, I, in passing, buying the beer, just in passing, just mentioned it. Like, yeah, you know, we were a fledgling podcast. We're like, yeah, we're going to talk about the beer on the podcast. The black is beautiful thing was like something really important to Tom and I. So, um, mm -hmm. we wanted to talk about it and she like, it just, the bartender just invited. I, mean, I found out that she is also their marketing person just invited my whole family to hang out there that day. So I like came home. I'm like, Hey, um, you want to go back up to Harleysville? Uh, we're going to go hang out at the brewery. <laughs> and yeah, so I was going to say, I still have one that I've been sitting on and I guess it's almost going on a year now. Very close to being uh, about a year old. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. We did a whole, the, we did a whole month featuring the black is beautiful. Series. We did. Yeah. I think I still have some black is beautiful in the, in, I think I have two or three in there. There are a bunch in there. Yeah. But I knew I had one, but I was going to bring it for us to split. But that was the first time having Seven Sirens. You guys did a very good collaboration with that. Uh, that beer was just the a great classic iteration of a style for me, in my opinion. 
Yeah, we. I feel like we didn't have a bad one. We didn't. Have, yeah, we didn't have a bad. I, one. I feel like. Yeah, and I. I was thinking that too. Like everyone who did it, like we didn't all use the same recipe. You know what I mean? So like you got a couple different renditions of it, but they all turned out really good. From that was yeah. That, that was the craziest part. It's like so we our first Ooh. our first intro. Yeah, I was gonna say you gotta talk about that first. <laughs> our first intro into it was uh, we did a, a podcast at um, Odd Logic. Odd Logic out in uh, in Bristol. And he just happened to have a uh, a what did he have a bomber? Yeah, he had so a, he had yeah. a twenty two ouncer. Yeah, he had a bomber of uh, uh, other halves. Uh, Black is beautiful, and that was like it was like a melted milkshake. Thirteen percent of syrup. Just yeah, he went heavy. By volume. <laughs> and they, he went heavy on those pours, man. Yeah, they went they went heavy on the cocoa nib and uh, and vanilla. Um, it was it, and. I was like, man, are we gonna expect this from all of them? And then we had Levant, <laughs> we had Levante's, which was uh, a very tame stout, yeah, um, very good. And then we had uh, we had Locust Lane, very coffee forward. I was blown away by Locust Lane. That was the Russian Imperial style. Yeah, that one was it was like very reminiscent of like that old Rasputin, like the classic Russian Imperial. That was, in my opinion, my personal favorite. Um, that we had, uh, and then we had, we finished it off, I think with, uh, blueprint and blueprint seven, seven sirens. sirens. Who else? You guys did that with a restaurant too. the ways, I think. Um, was the restaurant that yeah. collaborated on too. Yeah. One in there. I, I forget off the top of my head. Um, but it was, it was a good time. Yeah. And that one was, like I said, you know, we had those, you know, we had those syrupy, sweet, high ABV ones. We had the very coffee forward ones. Yeah. You guys were like that Goldilocks effect where you guys hit that bed, like right in the middle where I was like, this is just a damn good stout. It's a good stout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little bit of coffee, nothing crazy. You know what I mean? Just enough to bring out that like roasty darkness in it. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. But yeah, I'm a. Uh, might actually have to try and find a spot close to us that's going to do the uh i guess we'll have to hit out the 10 7 over the weekend and try and grab yeah. that uh memorial day one since so that's the closest one right yep yeah i think so sounds like yeah awesome yeah i don't know how, how far are we from tatter flat uh further than okay. 10 7 <laughs> i don't i don't know where they are tatter flags like out near hershey oh okay so I mean, I think I, I'll have to look at the map by going to www.breweriesandpa.com. Chad worked very hard on that map. He photoshopped a ton of labels onto a map of Pennsylvania he got from <laughs> google.com and just put them right in there. <laughs> Friday, we're, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, Friday. Possibly, possibly. We'll talk later, Matt. It's a long weekend. Might be able to work that out. Yeah. Um, so Dan, oh yeah, I have to talk about this because of the name. <laughs> so let's talk about, because while well, breweries and PA did another article about this, uh, breweries that offer a stay option. Ooh. So what's going on with that sirens layer Airbnb? Yeah. So <clears throat> when, uh, when we were starting the project and kind of going through the building, um, our landlord had ideas to do apartments up on the third floor. And uh, at that time, I think the only one that we knew of that you could stay at was like Rusty Rail. Yeah, I think they have they have uh, a spot you can stay at, and and then like Boobs Brewing, 
right? I think they got some. They've got some rooms that you can stay at as well, and they're all themed. That's that's who's, an who's, awesome weird place that if you want to check that brewing? out. Who's brewing? Was that who's brewing? B u b e apostrophe s boobs brewing. Ah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Never heard yeah, of that. Have, no. Yeah, no. They have like a whole underground like experience. They have rooms. Yeah, it's a, it's they've been there for a while too. Oh wow. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, we knew that there was a lot of people. Like, we knew there was a lot of people who travel for beer. Obviously, as you guys, you know, know, right? So people go long distances for beer. Yeah. Um, and and also like our proximity to Music Fest and all the different things that happen in Bethlehem, pretty much every weekend. Um, you know, there was kind of a demand for it, and we said, why not kind of wrap it all together? And you know, the lease was short enough. You know, we try it for a year, and if it doesn't work, then give it right back to the landlord. But, uh, yeah, no, it's been a, a wild success. It's a two bedroom sleep, seven people, um, comes with beer, comes with a discount on your thing. We have, uh, um, I had the breweries and PA guy make a map of Bethlehem with all the cool stuff to do. Um, and, oh, uh, sweet. was yeah, that no, Chad? <laughs> <laughs> Did Chad make your map? I heard he's There's the map only guy. One map. Okay. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, it's been really, really successful. We've we have it booked more days than not booked in the month. Um, the farthest guest we've had has been from Germany. Um, we have people who come like over the pandemic. We have people coming from Times Square, New York, all the time, who are just like, I want to rent your your you know Airbnb for two weeks. You know, yeah. like if I'm sitting in my apartment on Wi-Fi, like I at least want to be above a brewery and not above riots. So they pretty much moved into the Airbnb for a few weeks at a time. Um, And things have been going really, really well. Would you say would you say you could fit like uh, two families of three in in the Airbnb? Plus one. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Uh, So, you know, two families of three could go up there and enjoy your brewery, uh, go to the casino, lose a bunch of money and then come back and drink away their sorrow. I can't believe we only talked about music fest in passing because that was one thing that was in the back of my head. It was like Bethlehem music fest, music fest. <laughs> like, I feel like the goal for any brewery in like Bethlehem, Allentown, Easton area is just to be like, Hey, you can put our beer in a music fest mug. <laughs> just, yeah. Just be able to do that. Yeah, no, last year, last year we uh, we sponsored Music Fest, so we were doing mug pours and we bought the mugs and all that kind of stuff. Hell yeah, uh, yeah. It was it was a weird year, but I mean, it's Music Fest is huge, huge for the city, huge for local economy. Um, I think it's like 1.2 million visitors over 10 days or something crazy. Um, yeah, and it, it just gets bigger and better every year. I like to go up for the uh, the Christmas festival. Uh, yeah. Christmas, yeah, Christmas market. Yeah. yeah. I, I've never done the Christmas market. Um, I've only partied outside of music fest. <laughs> I just had <laughs> friends who lived in Bethlehem. I never made it to music fest, but you know, we hung out in the vicinity. <laughs> Pretty much music fest. Yeah. And you did it. <laughs> yeah. We, we caught all the parties around it. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, Dan, should we ask him some uh, some standard questions? Are we going to go to our standard interview questions mm-hmm. where I get all like Chris Farley? Remember that time that you opened a brewery? <laughs> that was really cool. So um, Dan took a, a, a nice question from, uh, was it from Thrasher? Yeah, 
from a, like a skateboarding background. It was, um, it was something that was a, like a thrasher magazine kind of thing. It was, you know, you would interview a skater and ask your skater who his favorite skater was, you know, your favorite skater's favorite skater. So what I like to talk to brewers or anybody in the brewing industry is like, who, like, who's your favorite brewer? Like it could be somebody current or it could be like a legend status. Not even that, like not even who's your favorite currently. It's like, or who are you hyped on? Yeah. Like, 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 yeah, yeah. exactly. Who you're hyped on, like currently, or just, you know, talk about a legend, like somebody who influenced you and why you got into the industry. Oh, yeah. Uh, So obviously there's a bunch. Um, I mean, for me personally, uh, it definitely was like my good friend who opened up uh, Beach City Brewing in Long Beach when I was stationed out in the military. You know, I was stationed in San Diego and uh, my friend Dan, he was just out there and he was like the first person who I knew who was just a guy who wanted to open a brewery. Um, So like for me, that was just like, the huge epiphany that this is something that like you can do with your life and you can have fun and you can, you know, change the course of yours and your family's history by beer, you know? And it was just, uh, interesting to me, you know, just seeing that process and seeing how that happened. Um, he, uh, you know, I pretty much just did a lot of the bitch work for him when, when he was, you know, just getting going. But again, just seeing that and just seeing the possibilities of it made this whole thing a reality like i don't even think that i would even be where i am if i didn't see that it was possible you know because there's so many things that you look at from the outside you know consumer kind of you know what i mean and you just look at it it's just like oh that's for other people that's for people who have this qualification or who do this or who came from that and uh it was just really really uh cool to see that and then from that lens of analysis, seeing other breweries and meeting other people just like, yeah, that's, that's this industry. It's just a bunch of ragtag weirdos from different backgrounds who just say, you know, let's go do something cool and make a, you know, our passion, something that people love. And, uh, that really, really just kind of changed my whole perspective and life. That's awesome. Yeah. So actually kind of a different answer than what we typically yeah. get, but having like yeah. somebody no, it's, it's cool because it just pro- provides another uh, perspective is like somebody who was at that level where, you know, they were just getting started, but had such an influence in what you wanted to do when you got mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I could, I could give you all the, the typical suspects, you know what I mean? Who yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're all great. And you could go on and on about all of them. You know, they're all great people who've done great things for their community, for their companies, for their staff, you know, but for me, that was just kind of like that point in my life where it's like, you don't have to do whatever everyone else. You don't have to do the call. Sorry if anyone has a golden doodle, but yeah, no, it was <laughs> like, it was, you know, it was, it was probably one, that was one of the, my, uh, one of the people I look up to for sure. Awesome. No, that's yeah. a great perspective to have. And, um, you know, good for us to hear yeah. as a first. <clears throat> and it, it, for, so, uh, final question, um, desert Island beer. So, you know, if you had to drink one style of beer for the rest of your life, what would it be? Don't say orange wheat. 
No, so <clears throat> desert beer, so it's got to be hot. No, no, no. So, so, so take the take the climate out of yeah, the take desert. climate out. The, yeah, no, like desert <laughs> island as in complete isolation. Yeah, this is okay. just uh, yeah. Um, it could be a desert island, deserted, not deserted. deserted. It could be an Arctic island. <laughs> yeah, 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 deserted. Yeah. Take climate out of the out of the picture. Just you okay. know, the one beer that you're going to drink for the rest of your life. What's All it going to be? Four or two seasons. Um, the style is going to be something light, you know, cause I, I do like just drinking beer. I don't always like, like every beer, um, that, you know, especially in the industry, we have a tendency to, as soon as you taste a beer, you want to start dissecting it. Um, that's why you see like a lot of brewers just drinking PBR when they're brewing or drinking Miller lights and stuff like that. Cause you don't have to dissect it. You can just enjoy a beer so it would definitely be something light maybe a founders all day you know what i mean where it's got flavor and it's just super crushable you know i'm i'm big into all those beers that uh you know you can just enjoy over and over and over again like as you were saying there's some beers that just like are syrupy and you gotta fight them and like yeah they're fun and they're good but like i'm having one one you know what i mean exactly. like i'm not i'm not gonna drink five of them today and then five tomorrow and then five the next day um, so probably, yeah, a cream ale Pilsner or, you know, like a founders all day. I even, um, I'm a big fan of like Sam Adams 76. They also did like a, a hazy IPA. That's just like mainstreamy. And like, I bought it to hate it and I didn't you know? <laughs> So I, like, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of stuff, but if I had to pick one, it would probably be founders all day. Okay. Yeah. Founders is probably one of my gateway IPA. I would say like one of those IPAs where, you know, I was, you know, still young enough to go on like vacation with like the parents and they're like, what kind of beer do you want? I'm like, um, all day IPA. It comes in a weird, like 15 pack. It's not a case. It's not 12. <laughs> it's not 24. It's not 36. It's a 15 pack. And that's what I'll drink for the uh, vacation. It was is similar to so we got that question thrown back on us last week. Yeah, so we were a little taken aback. Yeah, and uh, it was funny to hear founders again because that was my choice right off. Mm. But somebody asked me that, and I said it's gonna be it's gonna be founders, or I would say like a close second would be like sixty minute by Dogfish Head or uh, Torpedo by Sierra Nevada. Okay, the big boys. We're not going to. And it's crazy that you brought up um, these like new, like mainstream crushable, like New England IPAs, like you said with uh, Samuel Adams. Uh, we had like, yeah, we don't like to say like mainstream, but like in the PA beer scene, um, Victory and Sly Fox's 12 ounce crushable hazies are just delicious. Yeah. On a hot summer day. Yeah. People sleep on them. And, you know, you get all these beer nerds that just think that like, oh, well, because you made, you know, 100 barrels out of batch. It's not this or it's not that. I mean, they do really good things. And like I said, I bought it to not like it. And I was wrong, you know, so don't sleep on them. No, I feel like I feel like uh, I mean, from the of the three of us, we all as far as like our our desert island beers, we we named three big named like <clears throat> nationwide beers yeah you know you know easily accessible um and and that i mean that says something like that just because it's widely available and it's available nationwide doesn't make it any lesser of a of a desirable uh, yeah yeah. quality of beer 
Yeah. Yeah. There may not be like a line going around the building for it, but you know, put respect on its name. Right. Like, yeah. Sorry. I put the T at the end of respect on that. It should have been a CK respect. Yeah. Should have been respect on that name. Um, but yeah, those, uh, those beers, I mean, I got Sly Fox and victory. They're the godfathers of PA craft beer. Yeah. I mean, they a, just, they literally said, hold my beer. We'll make a hazy. And, <laughs> and we're going to yeah. do it in a crushable 12 ounce can. I just remember when like brewers were like anti hazy beers. Like they wouldn't even do them. You know, there was a long period of time where it was just like a gimmick and people oh, didn't a, want to do it. It was a trend. It was a trend yeah. and that it's going to be, give it, a, give it a couple months. It'll be over. And now, I mean, when the, the 2024 BJCP style guideline comes whenever out. they decide to update yeah. it. It's going to there hazy is going to be a style in there. I mean, that's what there's a hazy IPA. Um, uh, uh, what, uh, what, uh, God damn it. I can't think of the, the conference, the, uh, metals GABF. There it is. GABF. Um, there's a hazy category of that. Yeah. yeah it's a new England category. Yeah. Yeah. Or New England and then a hazy category. Yeah. So it's it, it's a legitimate category. Like, w- whether you like it or not, it's it's here to stay. That's what it is. People thought it was a fad, but, I mean, to be honest, as an IPA fan, I enjoy them. Yeah. yeah. Keep them coming. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll sip one immediately and say, like, nah, that one's not for me. And then I'll have another one. I'm like, it's great. That's what, I mean, I think that's where, like, they differ from other styles, like consistent pilsners lagers that are always the same you drink them mm-hmm. yeah anywhere but you know with the ipas you know they're adding different combinations different hops they're trying to get those different fruit flavors you're gonna have different experiences every time exactly yeah i agree um final thoughts on the uh the dad jokes i just killed it um this was delicious um and just very a clean tasting, but still leaving that nice, like piney resinous, like aftertaste on my palate that, you know, I just finished a nice classic American IPA. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I, the hop combination was great. Mouthfeel was great. I mean, I can show you right there. Great lacing on the glass. Um, indicative of a, of a quality beer. Um, the, the flavors were all there. Um, yeah, I, I, I really liked it as a, uh, as a fan of West coast IPAs. Um, we're going to go convince our wives to stay at the sirens lair now. Yeah. We're going to look up the Airbnb oh, after we hang up with I, you. Yeah. I'm going to get <laughs> hammered on dad jokes. I'm going to go over to, uh, I forget what the casino is out there. I'm going to go over Wind there. Creek. Was it? Wind Creek. Wind Creek. I'm going to go to the casino. I'm going to lose a bunch of money because I'm just not good at, at getting money. <laughs> I'm um, really good at eating at Guy Fieri's restaurant when I go to casinos. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, trash can nachos. Yeah, for sure. Always. Um, I, yeah, I'm going to lose a bunch of money there and I'm going to come back and I'm going to be so sad that I don't have any money, but I'm going to, I'm going to have enough money to go get drink more dad jokes. Yeah. And, and I'm going to walk upstairs. And the Airbnb is going to come with beer. So we'll have beer there. Oh, yeah. Like so it. the key is, is just presenting a whole list of different events that are going on in Bethlehem and having her pick, which she wants to go to. And then you taking care of the rest of the details. That's how you win. Oh, I like that. I like where your <laughs> head's at. Oh, this guy right here. Yep. 
like, babe, I can absolutely make that happen for sure. I'll check out the Airbnbs tomorrow. Yeah, go. Well, we're going to go to the Airbnbs. It's like I, I, I lost a thousand dollars. Look, I can make it back. I can make it back. <laughs> Just one roll of the dice. One roll of the dice. I can make that back. And then once I make it back, I can double it. Do you have a? Gambling? And then I can double that. Do you have a gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. All right, uh, we're up against it, so let's get out of here. Definitely, uh, Jordan. Thanks again for coming on the podcast. This was a ton of fun um, talking about your beer being the you know not the first offerings on the podcast, but yeah. truly the non collaboration offerings um, and having some just amazing beers. Um, this was a good like nostalgia trip for us, not having like a hazy on board and just going with traditional styles. So thank you again for coming on. Yeah, no, I appreciate you guys having us. It was a ton of fun. We're always here for you. If you ever want to do anything crazy and fun, you know where to find us. <laughs> we well, get a picture of a hazy IPA. Yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do the Airbnb just to do a uh, a, a podcast from Seven Sirens. Oh, there you go. Oh, well, I mean, Come we'll on. talk about it. Yeah, fun. We'll get this planned. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll cancel like you know within the cancellation period. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so we can get all our money back. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, <laughs> that's what dads do. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So guys, uh, remember subscribe, rate, review. Like I said, top of the episode. Until you guys really participate in this, we're going to keep talking about it. Subscribe. Dan, uh, well, I guess follow now. Follow. Yeah, follow us. Spotify, follow us on Apple since they changed their format. But five-star party, baby. Great. Five-star party. Um, Give us a review. Uh, Good review. Scathing review. Yeah, we don't care what you write there. Just Just, give us five stars. Yeah, just give us a review. Five stars. Help the algorithm. Um, tell us that we suck. Um, exactly. Tell Tom to take the jacket off. It's been too long. It won't yeah, happen. Whatever. It's graft to my skin. The jacket's uh, going to take him off. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Pretty soon it's just going to be, it's going to look like Ghost Dad. He's like, uh, he's can, like, can his we even life talk is about, getting sucked out of him. Yeah, I don't know if we can. You're the about, weakest link. I need to shed you. I don't know if we can talk about Ghost Dad anymore. <laughs> I, I guess we can't talk about Ghost Dad. No, Ghost Dad. All right, never mind. You know that that movie, tra- uh, it, it, it traumatized me. We're not going to get into it. That movie traumatized me. I can't go over bridges. Traumatized a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. It, it really it ruined bridges for Bill me. Bill Cosby traumatized a lot of people. Yeah, it's okay. that's true. Um, all right. If you like the podcast, uh, tell all your friends about it. Um, if you're friends with them, uh, they might like the podcast too. Yeah. Tell all your friends about the yeah. best craft beer podcast to exist in Pennsylvania. Well, in the history of craft well, beer. I guess we are the best best friends. So. We are. Um, there are a lot of best friends that do craft beer podcasts, but we're the yeah, best. We are the best. We're the best, best. And, uh, in the world, um, if you, and if you like the episode with Jordan, we have a full catalog online for you to go back and listen to. It's all out there for free for the cost of free. Look at these guys. Do you think we have a paywall? No, no, no. <laughs> no. I'm wearing a D and a D and, 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 can't uh, even get the drops right. We can't even get the sponsors. Like Adidas is never going to call us. No, I need to get that. I need to get that drop. The corn drop. Oh yeah. yeah. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go back and listen to all our other great guests uh, that we've had on. I mean, there's where there's 69 other episodes. 69. Nice. 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 I feel like we didn't take advantage of that enough on the other podcast, but then again, no. we were live at a brewery. That was a, f- shit show it was a shit show god (laughs) um all right and uh and guys uh you know follow us on all social media daniel 
yeah, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Best Best Friends Pod. Again, guys, spell it out. It's Best Best Friends P O D. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, send us an email, guys. Um, if you listen to the podcast and you have some ideas of breweries we should feature, if you are a brewery listening to this and you haven't reached out to us yet, but want to send us an email. Hey, come on the podcast. We'll drink your beer. We'll talk to you. Up. We'll listen to a couple POD drops. It's best, best friends pod at gmail.com. It's best, best friends POD. I can't believe you haven't fixed this one yet. Here's our other one. <laughs> so, uh, guys, if you are watching right now, you know where to watch. It's yeah. Twitch. Um, yeah. Uh, if you're not on stream with us, you're you're losing at life. You're missing out. We're talking yeah. about an upcoming release um, right before it comes out or, you know, for us on the stream. You know, audio is going to drop after the release. So you're going to have to, you know, clear out those kegs, empty those kegs. People are going to be getting it fresh because they know it from the stream. Guys, we're in, on Instagram. We're announcing the beers that we're drinking on the podcast with us or that we're going to be drinking. So you can go out and get those and drink with us. Yeah. Drink alongside with us. Drink with. Yo, coolest thing we heard last week. <laughs> was pretty awesome yeah uh one of our one of our followers shout out andy man andy man drinks the beers with us and hangs out while we talk yeah on twitch that's pretty cool you all should be doing that yeah all should be doing drink that. beer with us that's yeah. what we want crack them get the pours right you know experience the beers with us yeah and experience you can do that 19.2 ounce can and you what 19.2 that's what i said did you yeah oh, i thought you said 17 uh and uh, yeah, you can you can join us on stream, hop in chat, watch us live, ask questions for the brewers or the owners. I'm completely uh, not used to 19.2 ounces. Yeah, you have a, you had an extra three ounces in there. Yeah, I think I drank exactly <laughs> 16. I went, yeah, I killed the can. It's good. Uh, <laughs> anyway, you can follow us on Twitch. I'm not mad. <laughs> follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash best best friends podcast twitch.tv slash best best friends pod i'm finding a better pod drop cast i i i'm we're gonna talk about it after the podcast i have a better song than that stupid power ballad from I, I told you if we replace satellite by pod it's getting replaced with satellite by dave matthews band absolutely not yep this is a dm all end all this is a dmb free zone over here no it's not happening we're gonna talk about we're, we'll, we'll do it all right um hey um, guys if you, you enjoyed you know jordan liked that i mean he was he was stationed in socal for what was it five years yeah yeah, how yeah much, so yeah, he had to listen to pod like every day every day it, the, i've got a pod tattoo i don't really want to brag what? about it wait 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 no <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. no you do you really no 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 you got we got to talk about it now do you really have a pod tattoo no no pod tattoo oh are you serious come on oh my god you just you stopped the you brought the podcast to a halt there for a second i know i was about to bring up mike Locke from broken goblets i know we thought he was the the biggest pod fan that we had on the podcast he is the biggest one we've had on the podcast until until now where i thought we were going to see a pod tattoo 
<laughs> POD is the sublime of Man, I got real hyped on that. I'm so glad I had beer. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dan was ready to do a spit take. Yeah, I almost did. All right. Uh, yeah, follow our guest, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Seven Sirens Beer, at Seven Sirens Beer. That is correct. Damn, uh, what's that website? Because that's a sick website. Hell yeah. Not enough people do this. Um, it's, you know, sevensirens.beer. Come on. We we need more dot beers out there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they're always they're doing all you dot coms and your sellout domains. Everything they're they're doing they're doing different. Hell yeah, they're all all you dot coms are all part of the zeitgeist. And yeah, you dot bizzes, you yeah. dot orgs, you dot edu. Dealing your six dealing your sixteen ounce beers. Yeah. Get, get with the get with the the new world. Get order. with the program. Forget about <laughs> forget about those other three ounce. Forget about those other three ounces, and then get really surprised when you pour it out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I gotta throw this out. Oh, this is there's a little weight at the uh, at the bottom of the can. This is a great surprise <laughs> at the end for me. Hey Dan, I have a question for you. Yeah. Wait, new friend of the podcast? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He has a POD tattoo. And I think he's not telling That's us about debatable. it. I think he really does. Yeah, he does have. <laughs> it, it might be in the tramp stamp area. I know. Maybe he does want to show his lower back on Twitch. I'm just find me after this. I'll give you uh, POD. The, the POD logo is perfect for a tramp stamp area. Yeah, payable on death. Yeah. Payable on death. Yeah. Yeah. New, new friend? New, new friend of the podcast. All right. New friend of the podcast. Jordan, you're a new friend of the podcast. Uh, you can right. expect your welcome package in seven to 10 business months. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> um, again, Jordan, thank you very much for uh, for doing the episode with us and sharing your beer. Um, enjoy Nashville. Uh, eat, get some of that hot chicken. Yeah, man. Eat, eat, a, eat, eat some hot chicken for us. Uh, it's about the oils. It's really about the oils. It really is. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, about wraps it up, huh, Dan? That about wraps it up. Yeah. Um, we did all six POD drops. We did all six. And we didn't have what? to shoehorn anything in. We didn't. We absolutely don't have to shoe in one more POD job. Or we, do we? Or do we? But guys, uh, always remember, uh, first of all, Dan, I want you to remember one thing. I love you. Always have. <laughs> <laughs> always makes it blush, right? And guys, it's not goodbye forever. It's just... You know, you don't get angry about that ballad. I don't because it's not satellite. <laughs> Dan's just against uh, lunar technology. Um, all right, guys. Always remember. Um, yeah, it's not goodbye forever. It's just goodbye. Goodbye for now. All right. Nice. Nice. I'm not the type to say I told you so. Um, and always keep in the back of your mind. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. That is the Clinton family that did that. Uh, best best friends podcast episode 70 we out see you best best friends pod hosted by dan and tom best best friends pod hosted by dan and tom best best friends pod hosted by dan and tom best best friends pod hosted by dan and tom this podcast is hosted by two bros, by two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some videos, videos. 
superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Hang out with little lunchbox. Become a cluggalayette. A cluggalayette. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy. And this podcast is both. So it's all for me. Best, best friends pod. Hosted by Dan and Tom. Cindy Crawford's a fan. How could you go wrong? So many pods up there. Were it the ones for me. Epstein is still alive. 